0: Up first point guard and trailblazer reporter Mike Richmond you are listening to another episode of locked on blazers part of the locked on podcast network available wherever you get podcasts and now also on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel please go ahead and do that now just go to YouTube and subscribe we're trying to get to 2000 subscribers by 2022 that's 2000 subscribers by New Year's and we can only do it with your help so if you're listening please go and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube smash that button got a fun show for you today the blazers had a big win on Friday and followed that up with a road win just their second of the season a big win in memphis on sunday evening we're gonna talk a little bit about both those games and dare i say dame back the man we both know and love damien lord like the damien lord we remember the guy who's like one of the best players in the nba looks like that guy has returned to the blazers lineup and then we'll close the show with a little bit update on the dameless minutes it's gonna be the key to this whole stretch and it in many ways, fueled the Blazers' win over Memphis. We're going to do the fastest recap in the West. Uh, Super duper fast for the Charlotte Hornets game. The Blazers beat the Hornets on Friday night, 125-116 to snap a seven-game losing streak, a much-needed win. They scored 81 points in the first half, just 44 after halftime and held on, kind of a shaky close to the game. Dame had 43 points and eight assists in that one. Ben McLemore came off the bench and hit eight three-pointers, including seven in the first half, six in the second quarter. The, uh, uh, almost matching Dame's record for most three pointers in a quarter. The Blazers were never going to lose if Ben McLemore hits eight threes. They didn't lose that game. Twenty-eight off the bench, he was a monster. Uh, you win. They win one twenty-five, one sixteen in a game where the Hornets just could not stop them. In that, could not stop them in that first half. Eighty-one points, monster game, and Dame was a monster early and a monster late. Uh, it was he was the best player on the court. Forty-three, and it was the first game that he looked like Dame. That, that's a big win. They needed it. Um, you know, uh, get sort of get the pressure, get the stink of the. 7 game losing streak it was wearing on them there was just every time we talked to him post game after every loss you could tell that it was just uh, the losses were mounting and, and piling up on these guys they they get a win that they really really needed and then they move on and they go on this little two-game road trip starts sunday in memphis and then they play tuesday in new orleans before they head back home uh we'll see whether they play tuesday and whether they play um thursday but for right now the new orleans pelicans and, and brooklyn nets are on the schedule but the Blazers get a real win. They get a real win over the Memphis Grizzlies, um, a team that had been on a tear 10-1 and one without John Moran and had recently beaten the Blazers, kind of um, kicked their kind of kicked their teeth in a little bit in the fourth quarter and then late third and early fourth to win a game in Portland last week. So get a little revenge from that game. Uh, let's go fastest recap in the West, a real recap of this one. Blazers win 105-100. They're down 32-28 after one, and they trailed by 11 in the first quarter. Um, Dame was really good early, but then it was just... It wasn't, uh, the defense wasn't there with them and the non-Dames really weren't, didn't get it going, but the Blazers hung in there only down four after the end of the first quarter and only down one at halftime. Uh, they were in this game, but they couldn't get all the way over the top. In fact, in the third quarter, they trailed by as many as nine points. It looks like, again, this game was slipping away, but Norman Powell, bang, to use my Mike Breen impression, hits two huge threes. He had 13 points in that third period and the Blazers go into the fourth quarter, only down 80 to 77, uh. All things considered, in a really good spot, and you know all they did in the fourth quarter was hold Memphis to 20 points on five of 20 shooting, and come away with a huge 105-100 win. Just a just a really awesome, awesome late game performance from a team that desperately needed to to just win a fourth quarter, and they won it behind Norman Powell's 28 points. Uh, they won it behind Damian Lower, 32 points and five dimes. Uh, they won it behind Nazir Little, who had a really nice night. 12 points, 9 boards, 3 assists. Naz has had uh, 5 and now 3 assists. He's had 8 assists in the last 2 games. Um him as a playmaker him as a driver you know guy who gets into the paint and then fives, finds people on the opposite side that's a nice that's that's really good stuff uh, from uh, from Nazir Little you love to see the growth they want it because Norman Powell or excuse me because Robert Covington had 13 points four blocks of steel to go with eight rebounds he hit three threes he was huge and they won it because every Simons had nine points that doesn't seem like a lot but they were crucial more on that later in the show they held off Dylan Brooks who hounded Damon Lord all night and finished with 37 uh, but he Uh, Brooks didn't get much help. Steven Adams, 13. Jaron Jackson, 11. Kyle Anderson, 11. Off the bench, Desmond Bain, 9 points, 1 of 8 from 3. That's your fastest recap in the West. The Blazers win 105-100 just a monster game that they absolutely needed. Um, just a, just a game. They absolutely needed, you know, uh, beating Charlotte's, uh, the worst defensive team in the league, the team with the worst defensive rating in the NBA. When Dame has 43, that feels good, right? You just, you needed a win. They desperately needed it. They had, they had been in the game against Phoenix and had let it slip away late, you know, missing free throws and not able to stop the Chris Paul pick and roll actions down the stretch. They were in the game competitive against Memphis. And then like a 26 to four run, the Grizzlies rip off the end of the third and, and to begin the fourth and the game's just over. Um, um, you know they're right there, but there's these little stretches where they're the, t- the thing that they're you know, sort of their bugaboos all season is just consistency and this was a night where the blazers weren't like super consistent right this wasn't like the most impressive uh performance you'll ever see they had 20 turnovers uh, they didn't they didn't shoot it particularly well from three just thirty four percent from deep but they they pull out a win when it mattered and they won in crunch time so many of these games lately has they've either just like the their Memphis matchup earlier this week or last week you know they didn't get to crunch time because they blew it beforehand you know the, the bench couldn't sustain with Dame with Dame out um in the Phoenix game they just missing free throws and not able to get enough stops in crunch time here we go you get like real clutch moments and Twice, uh, Dame drives and finds Norm, once for a three and then one for a step in two. The step in two put the Blazers up four with a minute left, and it's just a huge bucket from Norman Powell and a great pass from Dame. Um, one of the big adjustments here was Dame had 17 in the first half, and Memphis started sending two guys at him. And it took a while for the Blazers to kind of figure out what they wanted to do, and they didn't exclusively go to this but a bunch down the stretch one thing I noticed and I, I thought it was a really good tactical decision was they stopped setting the screen with uh Yusuf Nurkic if they put if they put Yusuf Nurkic in the screen then Steven Adams is in is able to trap he's so big and kind of just like um good at corralling and playing center field and just kind of catching Dame and making it hard and then recovering um and also cutting off that quick entry to to Nurk um that running those pick and rolls with Nurk, kind of the Blazers bread and butter, what Dame wants to do basically every time down the floor, what he'd prefer to do is right, run a 1-5 pick and roll and go to work against the center. Uh, that the The way they were sending double teams, the way they were loading up on help, that was a problem. Uh, and the Blazers went away from that, and they started running more just like side-to-side action to get um, either Robert Covington or some guard screens with Anthony Simons or Norman Powell in the action with Dame, um, and just letting Dame go one-on-one, just letting him blow past people. Don't bring a screen. Just let him be. Let him if he's going to have his explosiveness back, if he's going to be who what Dame can be, which is like someone who is unguardable one-on-one. Don't invite that double team, and certainly don't invite a double team from someone who's really good at it, like Stephen Adams. Um, that was like a really nice tactic. change down down the stretch um, you know of three of the last four possessions they just that that's what they went to and twice Dame attacks gets down the left side they the defense comes all the way over he draws so much attention and he finds Norm on the opposite side two really good passes Dame is a really um, he's a he's a really good cross-court passer he's not an elite interior passer like in small spaces. But if you, those cross court passes where he's driving and throwing opposite his body, he can deliver those on the money. And he did two huge ones to Norman Powell to steal this game. Uh, This was honestly, this was the first game where, you know, the 43 against Charlotte, I said, that's Dame, like that. That's the dude I remember. That's the dude I know. Um, but to do this tonight against Memphis with the type of pressure he got and the type of attention he got from Dylan Brooks and that physicality and all those things, and to you know, Dame's had some big scoring nights since he's come back from uh sitting out to sort of get a cortisone shot and rest his ab. Like he's had big scoring nights, but the the efficiency is there, the decision making is there. You know, he's nine for nineteen tonight. It isn't like a crazy game, but we're talking one shot, and he's and he shoots fifty percent from the floor. Um, it's it. He was good, and if you watched it, he was good and he was good against um, a team that was absolutely geared up, queued up, all those things to stop him. So let's celebrate Dame a little bit in the second in the second period, in the second segment. Let's talk about Dame. Who's bad? He's back. Let's talk all let's give Dame. Let's give Dame the respect that he deserves or at least that um, maybe after a recent game he was asking for. But before we do that, let me tell you about Truebill. It's the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need or you don't want or just that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. So Truebill is here to make it incredibly simple. All you do is link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need to cancel those unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. It's one tap to cancel them. If it's not one tap, you're paying for a service so someone else does the taps for you. Never more than one tap. Uh, I use Truebill. I went to truebill.com. I, I got a free trial. I checked out the service. From the time I downloaded the app to the time I had my eyeballs on all of my subscriptions, probably took 10 minutes, maybe you know, no more than 15. Like It was very, very fast fast, very, very easy, and then I was able to quickly see all the things I'm paying for on a monthly basis, decide what I want to keep, decide what I don't want to keep, and go from there, and Truebill made it super easy, and they can make it super easy for you, so don't fall for subscription scams, start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA, go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA, it could save you thousands a year, that's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right. So, we talked, we talked the win over the Charlotte Hornets. A nice game where the Blazers, um, you know, the mellow ball went off, but no one else could. No one else in the Hornets really got going. Uh, the Grizzlies playing without John Morant, but they've been rolling without John Morant. Dale, Dylan Brooks goes off. No one else could really get rolling. Um, but this isn't really about sort of the Blazers shutting down the Gordon Hayward, Darren Jacksons of the world. This is about the plan. <laughs> the Blazers' plan is so simple. It, there's a lot of complexities and intricacies, and I feel like I tried to try to weave those in here, right? But the the headline, the and and then the subhead, and then the first graph, and then like the third graph are Damian Lillard kicks ass. That's the plan. This whole machine, this everything is just set up for Dame to be one of the ten best players in the league, and then everything flows from that because Dame draws attention and then other guys get open. Or Dame is just Dame is so terrifying and so hot that um either right out of the gates the defense shifts over to him or he commands so much defense when it matters, like so much defensive attention when it matters that you're getting easy shots in crunch time. Or simple even more simple than that, Dame is just awesome and he makes a whole bunch of shots. And Dame is back. Um I'm mean, I was hesitant to do this, I'm gonna tell y'all. Um because even when Dame returned from, uh, you know, he, he sits out five games with uh, resting his abdomen and getting a cortisone shot and trying to get his body right. You know, he's been dealing with this ab strain for, you know, since 2017 on and off. Um, he's And he's been really open about that. That's like a, it's not a secret. I've seen some reporting about that. Dame told us that, right? That he's dealt, he's dealt with this sort of ab issue for, um, for years. Dealt with it in the Olympics, comes back and... um and it's clearly bothering this year. He's just clearly not right. So he takes this time off and gets a cortisone shot, and he doesn't come back, and he's like a monster immediately, right? Like, he doesn't come back and look exactly like Dame from the get-go. In fact, he had some inefficient nights. He had some nights where he just, like, you you were kind of waiting for it to come, as um, waiting for the explosion, waiting for that sort of loud, big old game from Dame, and then he comes back from those game, from that injury, from that rest, and he doesn't he doesn't really have it, you know. Five of seventeen against Minnesota in a loss, eleven of thirty one against Phoenix, six of twenty one against Memphis. Like that's that isn't quite the Dame you know. And then he has, you know, the worst defense in the league, but he has this just monster game 12 of 19, six, six of eleven from three, gets to the free throw line 14 times. It's what superstars do, 43 points and eight dimes. And it's like, okay, that was the Hornets, but he looks like Damian Lillard. Like that looks like that. That looks like the dame you know. That looks like the dame that the Blazers banked on. Um, the Blazers have a lot of problems. Like the roster doesn't make sense in 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 a lot of ways. Uh the you know, the defense hasn't taken that step forward. They've had some health issues. They've like, they have problems, right? Like this is, this, this isn't fix it. But the problem that was sort of unknowable was like, well, they had one of the 10 best players in the league on the roster. And where's that dude? Dame shows up against Charlotte, 43 on 12 of 19. You know, he had um, in his first 23 minutes on the court, he had more than 30 points. Like he's played half a game and he's already got 30. It's like, oh, this dude, right? Like he doesn't fix the problems, but he makes all of the other solutions easier. He is the biggest thing to check. And then and then so but but it's it's the Hornets. It's, it's the worst defense in the league. It's all of these things, right? And I and 43 is a massive night. I do not want to discount that. 12 of 19, 43 on 12 of 19 is a massive night, right? Like but you know, we've i we're 30 games into this thing, right? So I'm not going to say one game is like Dame back even though I've kind of been waiting for the Dame back thing for like Since the, since early in the season when he was struggling, I was just waiting for it to happen and we could have this and then it didn't happen. I'm getting nervous and I'm like, maybe this dude just can't get physically right. And, you know, like, that's the bummer part of sports sometimes your body just doesn't agree and he's like you know shooting below 30 percent him and Jordan Clarkson are the two most um, inefficient shooters in the league it's like it's it's Dame Jordan Clarkson and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are the three most inefficient shooters in the league Jordan Clarkson sixth man of the year bummer Nikhil Alexander-Walker young guy getting his first real shot Damian Lord hall of famer (laughs) like one of these things is not like the other they needed him to be better so you get that 43 in Charlotte. He's starting to feel good. I'm starting to be like, okay. Um, he kind of crowed a little bit in the in the uh, po- pre- post-game press conference. Put some respect on my name. Don't disrespect me when I'm struggling. Blah, 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 blah. But um, without even commenting on the disrespect part, like just acknowledging that he wants some respect. He hadn't been himself. The reason why you know, people were chirping or people were talking, is dame hadn't been himself. And then he comes tonight and he was, Damn good again. His, his first time all season, he's had back-to-back 30-point 30 games. 32 points on 9 of 19. He's getting absolutely hounded. Gets himself to the free throw line 12 times. Um, you know, f- five assists, five rebounds. But it was more about um it was more like the box score does it justice because 32 on nine of 19 is a good night, right? Like, um, you know, he didn't he didn't have a perfect shooting night from three, three of nine, but again, we're talking one shot. Four of nine is like a that's fine, that's a fine night from from deep, right, um, so it's, but when you see it, when you really see it, like 17 in that first half, and um, the Blazers needed it, right, because they were struggling early, and then, um, and and the, the bench actually came and played well, more than that in a moment, but like they needed his buckets, they needed his offense, and he was there, and he was forceful, and and he was making them pay for um, every mistake they sort of made. He was he was cutting back door against the top, the sort of top locking defense when you're on uh, Dylan Brooks is staying between Dame and the three point line as opposed to Dame in the basket. There's your top locking for you. Like cutting back door, um, he, he did it twice. Like he was uh, relocating off screens and handoffs. He, st- he pulled into like on pull ups when Steven Adams didn't get high enough on the screen. Like this was Dame being forceful. 17 in the first half. Putting the fear, right. Putting the fear, and this was before, um, you know, Norman Powell had a big night, but he had 18 in the second half. Like he he didn't really get going, in that first half it was mostly Rocco was the was the offensive support. Um, and then in the second half, when they needed him, makes two plays, and his two biggest plays of the game were drives to draw the defense and kicks. Like, um, you know, he drew a, he drew a, a crucial uh, a crucial foul to put the Blazers up from uh, getting fouled on a three pointer, right? But like, that's. Norm Powell drives, Dame gets it. Dylan, Dylan Brooks closes out too hard, and and, and Dame gets fouled. Like, um, that is just like being a scary shooter. But the like really crucial, and that was kind of a mistake by Brooks. But like the really crucial moments are those two assists to Norm. Just, just incredibly. Just Dame saying, "You can't. I'm gonna go left, and you can't stop me. I am who I am. Good luck." Dame back. I've been waiting for it. But but two nights in a row where he looks like himself and he's just moving better and you can see it, creating more separation on, uh, on the outside, able to cut, you know, his first dunk of the season comes against Charlotte. Um, it, it's the little things. You see the little things like um, it's he's. He is still Dame. He's deliberate. He pounds the ball. He's gonna he's gonna waste some possessions and burn some possessions by being stubborn and trying to get into step backs and trying to get into trying to run a pick and roll that just isn't materializing. But he's also Dame. And so he's going to relentlessly punish you if you mess with him. And he's hit, you know, nine threes in his last two games. he's forty three and then thirty two. this is this is i am I've been waiting for it, and I'm gonna say it. Dame back. So you know if. <laughs> You know if it doesn't go well, who to blame? But this is the first two games where I'd say there's two games in a row where he looked like himself. Um, let's hope that he stays healthy and that Dame's back for real because I'm calling it. I'm pointing, laying the flag. Dame back. So go ahead and celebrate. Welcome back, Damon Lord. We're happy to have you over here at Locked On Blazers. We've been waiting for it. Welcome back, Damon Lamont, Ollie Lillard Sr., Straight out of East Oakland, uh, real Brookfield, uh, Oakland to Ogden, Utah all the, to to Oregon, straight out of Westland, all of the all of his monikers, uh, Dame Dollar, among others. Dame back. All right, let's come back in the second segment and talk about those minutes when Dame wasn't back. Those Dameless minutes, they have defined the last two wins. They're gonna define all of the games when Dame does when before CJ gets back or before they make a trade to sort of rebalance this roster. It'll still matter even if they rebalance this roster, it'll still matter when CJ's back. When Dame's on the bench, when the superstar's on the bench, the Blazers games are often defined, and it was absolutely the case Sunday in Memphis. In many ways, it was the case on Friday against the Hornets. Let's talk about that to close out the show. But before we do that. Let's talk about Bill Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. They're not messing around, they're just making delicious bars. Uh, I've been I've been a fan of Bill Bars for a long time. My personal favorites are peanut butter brownie and cookies and cream, but I've tried darn near all of them. Uh coconut uh coconut brownie puff, I believe is what it is or brownie coconut puff. That's just that's just an all-time great flavor right there. Limited time whenever they have it you should buy it. Um strawberry puff has got a little it's it's a little like more fluffy marshmallowy strawberry flavor. Fantastic. Mint brownie fantastic. Salted caramel fantastic. I think the I think the straight up raspberry one is pretty darn good too. Whatever your flavor palette is, you'll find something you like with Built Bar. Plus, they all got 17 to 18 grams of protein, 132, 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and no more than 5 grams of net carbs. All tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Go to built.com, Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. That is 15% off when you use the promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. Today's show is also brought to you by betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I'm talking all sports basketball season, heading into the Christmas day showcase and the heart of the regular season, uh, football season, winding down the regular season or the NFL winding down the regular season, heading into the playoffs, college football bowl game season is upon us. And, they got lines and props and odds on all of those games plus more hockey, soccer, uh, combat sports. You can even play your favorite Vegas casino game. So go to betonline.ag, put in the promo code locked on right now you'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you're making your first deposit. That's promo code locked on for 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag where the game starts. Still a pass first point guard, Still Mike Richmond. Still listening a lot on Blazers. Talk about the Blazers win over the Hornets. We went d- a little bit deeper on the Blazers win over the Grizzlies on Sunday night. We declared the dame back. But now we gotta talk about the real reason the real reason the Blazers won on Sunday night. It was the Dameless Minutes, a stat we track all the time here. Um, and crucially important. When the Blazers lost to the Memphis Grizzlies last week, they got shellacked. In the Dameless minutes, he sat for 10 minutes and they were outscored by 23 points. It didn't matter that he had an inefficient night. They were good when he was on the floor and he sat for he sat for 10 minutes, including a, a five-minute stretch in the second half, and the Blazers just fell out the damn boat, hit the iceberg and drowned. Like, it was it. That was it. Um, it wasn't the only reason, but, then, but by the time Dame was back in the game, they had gone from leading to being in scramble mode and trailing and they were, and it was over. Um it's cr- these are crucially important minutes any team is is best when their best players are on the floor but for the so long the blazers have had a real imbalance where in the minutes where they aren't playing their their top guy and where they've they've had trouble for years of finding a real balance and quite frankly um I think Chauncey Billups admitted as much uh, again on Sunday night against the Grizzlies when he only played eight guys, he shortened his bench. Um, Dennis Smith jr. Was, was available in this game, uh, but he didn't play. And the Blazers just had three guys off the bench, Covington, Mclemore, and Amphrey Simons. There was no trend in Watford cameo. Uh, They didn't go with, they didn't go with Dennis Smith jr. They just, uh, Chauncey, Chauncey trust. He's, these are our eight dudes. We're going to roll with them. Um, McLemore only played 15 minutes. You know, you, you kind of run up your starters, and Rocco plays 34 minutes off the bench. Um, you got to roll with who you roll with. Nobody played, you know, Dame played 38, but, um, you know, everyone else playing, you just play your starters a bunch. You play them 34, 36 minutes and roll with it. But that means that still, if Dame plays 38 minutes, there's 10 minutes where he's not in the game. And in those 10 minutes against the Memphis Grizzlies, the Blazers were plus 12. That's the reason they won this game. Let's rewind a little bit to Charlotte. The Blazers had been so bad in that Memphis loss in the Dameless minutes. Like I said, outscored by 23 points in 10 minutes he sat that I said, okay, (laughs) this is going to be the most crucial stretch of the game. When Damian Lodge sat in the first half against the Charlotte Hornets, the Blazers bench outscored the Hornets bench by one. They, they, They treaded water. They did what they needed to do. In the second half, Blazers have built this huge lead. You know, they're up 29 points. This game's this game looks like it's going away and Dame sits and the Hornets uh the Hornets outscore the Blazers by 4 points in those minutes that Dame sits and to begin the fourth quarter and it became a game that had um that was competitive. N- not because of, you know, 4 points, but like it was trending in the wrong direction and that and and it got a little bit worse. They didn't Created any separation they let the hornets hang around and then they had to you know there was no like crazy garbage time in a game the blazers were up 30 and more than the points you just saw it in those minutes the dame sat they couldn't get into any offense it looked ugly it looked messy like they were just disorganized um they couldn't they couldn't just they're not generating clean looks when Damien lord is out of the game and you could feel it. You could feel those those you could feel the minus four uh, in those aimless minutes against the Hornets. It felt much much worse and looked much much worse than it was. Uh, they held on and won. Ben Mclemore hits a huge three from the corner and talks smack to the Hornets bench. Uh, you know, whatever. Like they 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 survived uh, because it wasn't you know minus four isn't cru- isn't just detrimental, but you saw it. But against the Grizzlies the Blazers turn the tides with the bench on the court. And it's not like a deep bench when I'm saying I'm that's why I don't use bench minutes. I'm talking dameless minutes. You're still going to with these minutes. You're still, they're going to stagger Norman Powell. So it's, it's going to be ant and Norman Powell, uh, at least until CJ gets back. So like your, your second and your, your second and third best offensive players are going to be on the court. Neither of these dudes are point guards. They're not very good table setters, but they're really good scores. And so like you have offense on the court when dames on the bench and, in the Dameless minutes in the first half, it was Robert Cuffington. He hit two huge threes, and while Dame sat for four minutes and 37 seconds in the first half, the Blazers outscored the Grizzlies by six. Um, this was, they were down six when Dame went to the bench. It was tied when he got back in. Huge, crucial win, crucial, you know, they were down 11 in the first quarter. They're, um, it's looking like they might, it's looking like they might let go of the rope a little bit, or at least, you know, end up on the wrong side of this one again, because the Grizzlies are a good team, and they've been playing really, really well, um, but they... They tie the game with Dame with when Dame's out. Like they bring him back, and Dame gets in there, and you know they go into halftime still losing, but it was they were down one. Like they're are right in this game, right? They didn't it didn't get worse when Dame's on the bench, and that's really the crucial part of these Dameless minutes. Did it get worse? Because sometimes it can get bad in a hurry, and he's only gonna set for five minutes at a time, six minutes at a time. Like it's it is very small windows that the that you gotta ask the for competency. And plus six in four minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Crucial in the first half. Then in the second half, you go back, Dame Dame does not play the whole third quarter. He he has been, but uh, going back to the more of similar to the rotations at the beginning of the year, he checks out at about the 10 minute mark. He checked out with a minute 36 left in the in the third quarter. And the Blazers are They're in it, right? Like, like they're they're not. um, It's it's not over for them, but they're like they're in it. Uh, And the um, he comes back in. Dame sits till the ele the eight eleven mark of the fourth quarter, five minutes and fifteen seconds, like um a full five minute rest. And during that five minutes, Amari Simon scored seven crucial points. Like I said, Ant had nine, but seven of them came in that stretch with Dame on the bench to open the fourth quarter. Incredibly important. Uh, drawing some shooting fouls off the dribble, getting himself into his shots, like... uh Ants' best skill is that he's a one-on-one scorer, and I think sometimes he gets miscast as being like, okay, run a pick and roll, get guys set up, and his and his decision making, particularly when he's, um, you know, on the move, is is not great. He's just not good at it. It's, but but he's really freaking good at scoring, and he got himself. He went and got himself to the free throw line. He. He made his free throws, seven incredibly crucial points in that fourth quarter stretch with Dame on the bench. Again, plus 6 with Dame on the bench during that fourth quarter in a 5-minute stretch. That's plus 12 in the game. In fact, the Blazers were minus 7 with Dame on the court because while he's a volume scorer and a great player, he's a, he's going against, you know, he's going to go for the most part against Memphis's top line too, the way that it the way that it happens. Um and those plus those Plus six in those two stretches, plus 12 for the game, incredibly crucial. The Memphis Grizzlies, in the nine minutes and 52 seconds that Damian Lord sat out, went a cool two of 20 from the floor. Memphis helped, but the Blazers' defense was attentive. They didn't give up a bunch of easy ones. They gave up a couple. Anthony Melton missed a couple easy ones. um, And Desmond Bain missed one, uh, a very makeable one. But, they, they were attentive and connected and aggressive enough on defense to be competitive in this game. They survived those minutes. They win the Dameless minutes by 12. They win the game by 5. And that's it. That's going to be what it, what it takes. It's, it's very little windows with a very slim margin for error. But if you believe like I believe that Damian Lillard looks like he's back, then these little 5-minute stretches when he sits... Will determine most games until CJ Collum gets back, or until a, a bigger trade happens, or whatever. Whatever it looks like. But for now, with this group as constructed, the Dameless minutes will be defining. And on Sunday in Memphis, the Dame the Dameless minutes defined this game. They lose this game for sure without without those minutes. They just they just straight up do not win those win. They do not win this win this game without those two stretches uh, to begin the second quarter and then end the third and begin the fourth quarter. It was. Um, Those were the most important nine minutes and 52 seconds of the game. And when Damian Lord is a, what was a darn superstar when he was on the court, you win those minutes without him. You win a basketball game. That's the math. It's as simple as that. Like I said, at the top of the show, sometimes the plan is simple competency. When Dame is out of the game, superstardom, when Dame is in the game, give yourself a chance every night. They did it on the road. And now Tuesday, they head to the Pelicans to head to New Orleans, play Pelicans. Um, there's been a bunch of COVID closures in the league. Like if you follow the NBA, you know, it's, it's the unfortunate part of our world. Um, we're not out of this yet. We're still in it and it's in, and it's impacting the league. So I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Brooklyn Nets game. I don't know what's happened to the Pelicans game. So th- this is your game preview of saying w- we'll see Uh show. Isn't going to go anywhere regardless of, what happens in these games? We'll either recap them or we'll talk about something else. Um, but it's a daily podcast. We'll still have it for you. Um, so make sure you mer- make sure you are tuning in uh, this week and telling your friends to do the same. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Go to YouTube right now and take care of that. If you haven't already, tell your friends about this podcast. They can get it wherever they already get podcasts. Just search Locked On. Blazers will be there waiting for you. Uh, tomorrow's show, Monday night, we'll record, I will record a mailbag podcast. So if you want to get involved in that one, send me a tweet at Mike G. Rich or email me, lockedonblazerspod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Later this week, Jason Quick's going to join the show. we got a whole bunch of fun. So come back and listen to more. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.